Hi, this is the Marketing Connect Podcast. Hi, this is the Marketing Connect Podcast. Hi, this is the Marketing Connect Podcast. Hi, this is the Marketing Connect Podcast, a show where we get up close and personal with some of the most celebrated marketeers in the country. We talk to them and discover nuances of marketing that we often miss. After all, we are a show for marketeers by marketeers. Listen in. Hi Anupam, this is Saurabh. Thank you for your time. Welcome to the podcast. It's good to have you here. Hey Saurabh, uh, likewise. Uh, finally, <laughs> good, good to have this conversation. I know it's been pending for a long while. Uh, looking, look forward to having a thrilling conversation with you and share and also get to hear from you about your experiences of dealing with so many of marketers from all across the uh, industry. Anupam, you are, I think you are uh, probably the kindest guest that, were, that I've had who's told me that they want to listen from me. On, I'm, I typically, I am the guy who's like a student and trying to say, Ki yaar, MBA karke saal ho hai. I need to refresh whatever I know. So, so I am more in the listening mode, to be honest, but happy to have a chat. Let's see how it goes. Anupam, tell me in my audiences, uh, aap karte kya ho? Like, what is your day job like? Okay, uh, that's very simple. Uh, I... I currently in my current role, I head marketing function for uh, for lead school, uh, erstwhile lead school. Now we've just rebranded ourselves to, and, and we are calling ourselves as lead. Uh, our parent organization is called Leadership Boulevard. So we've just uh, in this month, uh, around about a week back, transitioned from lead school to, to being lead. Uh, so I head marketing function for them and been at this role for the last one year. So uh, I, I, I have to ask you this question for most brand managers and marketeers, the biggest challenge is when they are told that, you know, take a brand which has been out there for a while and then sort of either add something to it, remove something from it, sort of do a relaunch. So in your case, specifically, when you worked on this relaunch or rebrand of lead school to lead to something else, uh, tell me more about it, right? How, why, why was it necessitated? Why did you think it had to be done? How did you go about that? Uh, how did you find your partner agencies? What was the kind of work you did? So just talk me through the rebrand process. Sure. I, I'll just quickly give context of who the what the organization is, how did we come into being, what do we do? And because that will give a lot more clarity on why why is there a need for rebranding. Uh, see, we, we are uh, we are org which is which evolved, started doing, uh, started by, you know, uh, started around about five years back and we started off as a school uh, so Sumit uh, and Smita who are our founders uh, they wanted to uh, have an impact in the way India is educated and uh, therefore and, and specifically from a tier 2, tier 3, tier 4 towns how children are receiving education they wanted to make an impact there and uh, because the quality of education has not evolved etc and they started off by saying that I'm going to open schools and and then see how it goes right so they move from one school to four school to five schools and then they fi- quickly figured out that by opening schools your in your lifetime you know the impact that one will be able to make is maybe you will open 100 schools right because uh, running a school operationally is not a an expanding is it's not an easy job and therefore this is that for us to have a much larger impact whatever we have been able to learn by virtue of how we teach in our schools. Let's make a product and service out of it. 
and then start to extend that service and be an enabler and or you know empower more schools across the country uh and then from four or five schools they quickly moved to 35 schools in the year after 150 the next year and 800 this year now we are currently present in 2000 odd schools across the country right so so if you start to see a scale how we made a difference so from lead school we moved to a company which uh, empowers schools so so now we are a partner for schools right and therefore the brand name uh, you know you think of brands again as a uh, as a personality or a person right you say that hey every now and then you pause and reflect on what your journey has been how do you want the journey to be over the next 10 15 years 20 years and our purpose let's say 5 years back was to again make an impact by in the field of education by providing excellent education which is affordable uh, that hasn't changed it's in fact gotten probably more, much more crystallized we are still saying that we want to now impact lives of or touch lives of 1 uh, crore children by 2025 by being present across 25000 schools however i think it gives us much more clarity that hey we are not going to expand by being a school uh, so it's a partner who's powering schools and therefore uh, uh, that that's become uh, our go to slogan and uh, b is i think we also wanted to when we started off our our brand just had one touch point of physical building right it's over a period of time evolved into a much more technology enabled organization so today we have apps as services for our consumers uh, so it it's more tech enabled and therefore we wanted to be a lot more consumer friendly and also have a far more dynamic uh, reflection in our brand identity which which is what uh, led us to say that hey let's drop the name the word school from our brand name because we're not a school anymore and if, uh, our new our, or, our original brand visual identity it had a slate uh, uh, the slate was used because you know children you you think of children as they when they come and join a school there it's a clean slate and then you educate them and then you know you can write whatever you want right that's the kind of education one would want to provide however now we are saying that we enable children to uh, in tier 2 tier 3 tier 4 towns to uh, uh, to succeed in life and therefore shine like a star so our new logo has a star formation uh, in it and then we have retained some of the colors of the old brand which was the orange color thereby sort of lending an extension the word lead stays and that's how that's how we sort of transition so we our purpose doesn't change it's just that yeah, i think we are more in tune with who we are now and how we see our next 10 years as evolving so that's that's the reason for change and then in this journey we we work with the uh, two two different partners we worked first with future brands uh, there's a gentleman by the name of santosh desai uh him and his team they worked with us and they did some phenomenal consumer work for us to help understand really what do consumers how our brand is perceived and uh, what would be the brand essence for us and then we posed that we took that input and then we worked with a, a design agency called, uh, by the name of co-design uh and then they helped us to you know reshape the brand identity now we are in the process of you know sort of bringing it to life across different touch points whether it's communication whether it's our app our products our website in, fa- in fact as we speak uh, tomorrow is the launch for our first national pan india campaign 
uh, we've just relaunched our website uh, so these are things which are in progress and hopefully hopefully exciting times code design is the same set of people that are based in goa right they used to be called beard design before here i'm uh, i i'm not so sure uh, about their earlier name but uh, rajesh daya he is the person who ha uh, he is the guy who who owns it him and i think him and his wife uh, they are the founders of uh, of the of code design so uh, that was again you know when i joined lead i think the first two people that we identified that we wanted to work with were, were these two these two set of teams and uh, they've sort of played a incredible role in you know getting us this far and really helping us understand uh, what is the essence of the brand something that can help us differentiate over the long term own from a consumer point of view i think in marketing it's it becomes very important for you to partner with the right set of folks uh, who can who can bring in their expertise because it's it's just so diverse right design is one core aspect uh, which which we can't sort of build in house right and therefore we want to work with the right vendors who understand want to are deeply invested in your brand and i think these partners are uh, uh, they the time and again proven my experience of working with them has been phenomenal so this next question could be controversial so do you want to and and we can remove this from the edit but uh, do you want to talk about how the selection process of these two agencies happened like as a brand if you have a fairly large brand with presence across the country and you talk to almost all cohorts right i mean from a school owner to a parent to a student to to you know to even your employees so you speak to like multiple uh, stakeholders how did the evaluation uh, happen for these agencies per se i think uh, for us uh, uh, you know when we when we look at different you, you're absolutely right a in saying that you know we as a brand we speak to different stakeholders uh see we today we sell our product and service directly to schools right they are the ones who pay and our school owner is the decision maker however the product that we sell is eventually being consumed by everyone including the student right so the students completely study on our textbook our curriculum our app our product teachers use our product day in and day out to teach uh, so eventually the end user is and and finally the parent is the one who's paying right so uh, so so while you might say that hey customer koi aur hai but consumer is consumer is eventually the student right so so a we wanted to have that clarity as we are moving forward uh, what we have envisaged is we want to be a consumer facing brand and we don't want to re- relegate ourselves to just being a uh, a position ourselves as a b2b brand right because uh, what are we trying to do and if you look at schools as an industry in the in in the country i'll come to the second part of the question right? if you look at schools as an industry it is a highly fragmented industry there are close to around 15 uh, 15 lakh schools in the country and catering to almost like 24 uh, 20 20 plus crore students right half of these schools are government and the balance are all private now uh, industry is fragmented now what we are trying to do is build a large network of schools so think of think of it as what oyo did in the uh, hotel industry right they brought all these uh, two star or three star hotels under their folio and they also said that i am going to ensure a certain level of quality of uh, experience that the consumer gets when they get to this hotel uh, beds will be clean uh, the 
bathrooms will have a toothbrush need bed sheets etc change over of pillows covers some pet practices in our case we are not just an aggregator while all of these guys are aggregator we are deeply entrenched in just in even designing the end product right of what goes so that's where we are a little different uh so while we are trying to build a similar network of uh, schools we also work deeply with them to really define how their core product is getting delivered to students now so therefore for us all stakeholders are important but we are trying to go consumer first and therefore the rebranding effort and you know the mass media campaign that we are launching uh with an effort to go to parents and tell them that uh send your child to lead pass school now once we were clear that this is what we need to do therefore Uh, the kind of agencies that we wanted to work with automatically the shift was more towards saying that hey we're not looking to make a b2b brand we are wanting to go more consumer we wanted to go to uh, partners who have a much more deeper understanding of indian users how that understanding is changing and that's where co design uh, that's where future brands came in uh, co design was uh, is uh, they you know they work deeply with future brands on a bunch of uh, different projects in fact they recommended to us uh, co-design while we were evaluating a couple of other companies as well i i had reference point from uh, some of my friends who had worked with co-design in the past i used to be at hotstar earlier even at hotstar co-design had worked on a couple of projects in the past so, so they had they had a pretty good sort of equity across the ecosystem so when we evaluated and the kind of inputs that they brought to the table uh i think that seemed more in sync with how how we were looking at uh, our brand and therefore the decision making was fairly simple from there on awesome uh so uh let me ask a easy question now i've been i've been i'm sort of grilling you about the brand let me ask a easy question so uh tell me uh, uh do you want to walk me through your journey from your mba at bangalore i am bangalore and from there on where you have landed right now so do you want to quickly talk about the journey Sure, uh, he's he's been seventeen years uh, and uh, counting. Uh, I uh, I ended up joining Racket straight up from uh, from campus, and I spent close to a decade with them, and did sales and marketing stints. It's like you know uh, the first stint started off in Chhattisgarh, uh, in Raipur, way back in two thousand four. and uh, summer intern uh, summer summer not summer intern i think management trainees always used to get these punishment posting to see how what how you know what they are made of <laughs> i think i think at least in my b school i mean when i passed out i went to mdi so most of us would compare notes ki tere ko kaun se gaon mein bhej rahe correct like, you know like companies would be different like somebody would be at racket somebody would be at nestle somebody would be at png but the question would be ki tu kaun se gaon mein ja raha hai aur kaun se bike wale ke piche baith ke ghum raha hai road pe and the good thing was that because uh, all companies do it what we quickly figured was check karo colgate ke ka kaun posted hai yahan par png ka kaun hai hcl ka kaun hai so in raipur we figured that we had a gang of like four five different guys from all one there was a guy sundar and, and you know made very good friends we then we rented a house together started to stay together so you know we would have a ball because we would travel plan our travel trips together and that was the one thing that we that helped us survive those 6 7 months uh and from you know from there on it was like you know breeze uh, every 12 to 15 months you were doing one stint so i moved across the country from raipur went to tamil nadu based out of coimbatore to pune then back to gurgaon after that moved to marketing stayed in marketing function for uh, a couple of years in 
in india and then i moved out to south asia i i did a short stint in singapore and then then i was posted in thailand uh, thailand i was there for around about 3 years uh, i think after spending close to around 11 years in reket i decided to move out because uh, it started to sort of feel like feel like furniture there uh, for a long time uh, and also you know there was a time when uh, you started one started to hear about all this digital disruption which was happening in you know in the world and fmcg industry was largely uh, uh, probably the slowest to sort of adapt that right uh, and uh, I, i i got an opportunity to work with google at that time in thailand i worked with them and then eventually i had to i had to return back to india uh, uh, I, i was married by then i my wife and then you know we we, we had two kids uh, essentially my parents were in india uh came back because of those family reasons and then opposed uh, that work with vodafone uh, vodafone joining was time well with launch of jio mm-hmm. well done <laughs> <laughs> and uh, worked there for uh, close around 14 months and then moved to hotstar hotstar uh, that's when i moved to bombay uh, worked with hotstar for the last 3 years and now now at lead so my roles have sort of moved from sales to marketing to sales and marketing uh, largely stayed in these two these two domains also what i like about your journey and i'll tell you what i hate also after this what i like about like about your journey is that you've seemed to uh, sort of land somehow land in the middle of the next exciting thing to happen right i mean for example at, at, at if you ask a b student after 3 4 years of his or her career ki kya karna hai they would say i want to go international and see how work happens in a different country right so you probably moved with that timing then from there on movement digital was picking up you probably moved to a google uh vodafone was a challenge in itself because you were somehow now looking at uh, fighting with a company that is offering like zero services so, and and then and then hotstar obviously the rise of ott platform and now edtech is like the hottest thing so that's a good interesting challenging career path if i if i if i may uh the bad thing that i think uh, i would want to mention is a super jealous of how these moved have moves have happened for you because you've clearly learned learned a lot and 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 the other thing that i would want to learn from you and it's not negative per se is that you know each time each role you would have had a different marketing challenge right i mean i mean i mean example vodafone uh once you join and you realize ki ki somebody like reliance like a big daddy like reliance is offering for free how do you compete and plus vodafone was was probably Uh, priced and positioned as a premium brand, right? Compared to the Airtels and the and the and the all the other were the other telcos around still around when 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 you joined? I think yeah yeah everyone was there, but I think in a, in a quick twelve months uh, uh, we saw you know almost there were close to around more than a dozen players in the industry. There were only three left by the time, and currently there are only three left, right? So even the even the likes of Tata's. uh and even look at if you look at vodafone idea which at that time when i joined vodafone vodafone's turnover was 42000 crores in a year in india and it was a ebitda positive business generating revenue and today the combined vodafone and idea they are i think they are probably negative each year by at least 50000 crore so i think it's just uh, this, the entire industry has gotten disrupted heavily yeah so tell me uh, my next question that i've taken a note of is is uh, how is marketing 
फॉर बिजनेस लाइक लीड स्कूल वेर इन राइट लाइक यू मैं कंज्यूमर कोई और है कस्टमर कोई और है स्टेक होल्डर कोई और है लीड कम्पेयर टू एनी ऑफ यीवियस रोल्स लेट्स हॉटस्टार और वोडोफोन और रैकेट रैकेट तो सुपर यू नो रोड पे बेच रहे हो आप माल बट हाउ इज इट डिफरेंट got the chance to work on Dettol uh, and Harpik uh, these are two probably uh, one of the large you know both market leaders in their different categories uh, uh, Harpik one might say is not a very interesting category to work on you are talking about toilet cleaners and we used to analyze the stains on toilets <laughs> so <laughs> as a brand manager and uh, i think uh, uh, if you look at any fmcg product right let's pick toilet cleaners now between one plot from a product lens if someone wants to copy harpic's formulation and the shape of the bottle actually you go in a big bazaar you will find 10 different products with the same red cap and blue bottle same shape priced at 1 plus 1 half of the price of harpic right fact, harpic sorry i'm just I'm, i'm sorry i'm cutting you because you gave me the liberty to cut you and share my experiences as well so what i've learned is that you know there are few brands that become the category category mnemonic bisleri Every panic a bottle started looking blue, and then they had to change the color to green. And even if they change the color to green, now everything is green in that same bottle shape, right? Harpic, for example, that curvy bottle—I call it curvy bottle. I don't know what you guys call it internally, but but that bottle with that shape, like you mentioned, every brand at a big bazaar or even a local store will have that same shape, same red and blue uh, thing, right? Dettol, for example, green became such a big synonymous to like everything. So yeah. So uh, see again now, therefore. in in these industries in most of the times in fast moving consumer goods you take let's say maggi or a ep noodle maggi anyways you know when it comes to food there is still a taste that goes into my in your mouth right now uh, for harpic it's a very low involvement category people couldn't care less if 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 the toilets were not getting cleaned up and people would not buy buy uh, so Uh, they are not very difficult to replicate the only thing that differentiates is the brand right now uh, because when you put a brand name there uh, and you invest behind it people actually uh, start to demand that product right so harpic today represents the category of toilet cleaner and uh, as a very early on i think these were these are some learnings from from reket that one person one brand will say that hey i am going to drive this category and build the penetration of category in the india market right so when when i used to work on harpic uh, our job was to let's say if there are 100 households in urban india we would we used to measure what is our penetration and each year we would say that hey our penetration goal would be let's say to move it up by 300 basis points or 500 basis points that is what would give uh, a small business we had a trial pack which was separate meet for that and your bonus as well ha huh. <laughs> absolutely so so aapka trial pack hoga you will say that if 100 people try so many people we are able to retain and so many people are going to try it again and then they become you know uh, heavy users etc so that's the role of category now what happens is as a result of it when people start noticing that hey this is a growing business private labels will kick in or you know copy uh, uh, all these uh, products who would be priced lower they will kick in because they know that you know consumers there is a side of consumers who will shift because of price but there is a side of consumers who are more brand conscious and who will be willing to pay that extra premium right and 
and b is not every product now big bazaar can ensure that in their own stores they can put a private label but when you are going out to do distribution india is still a light market right so there are like more than 70 million stores in the country so distribution jab hota hai to you know distribution happens primarily there is a there is a direct distribution that companies like racket will invest in b is indirect which happens through wholesale that is again led by consumer demand consumer will go ask for a product on a shop now they will not ask for an unbranded product they will ask for a branded product and therefore uh, i think investment in brands for fmcg industry has been has been uh, uh, the core reason why this industry has sort of uh, grown uh, it it also enables in driving distribution obviously now as you as you keep moving forward now within the soap industry for example if you say there is a there are beauty soaps which is a lux and then there are you know these germ protection kind of soaps which is which is that all and that's it's a niche market there are normally you will find not more than two players operating in that market uh, so there is a life boy in india and there is a detol yeah and i think is there a third brand i know i can only think of life boy and detol in terms of savlon i think is a li- they very small they they very small i mean i think they were a decent entrant right after the the solution sort of uh, desaturated the market with that they are again a leader in that space right so so they had to get on Savlon is leading that liquid uh, thing, right? So they have to move on from there. Actually, uh, see, in, even in the antiseptic liquid, uh, our market share is uh, and Dettol market share is like ninety-five percent. Savlon was like less than five percent, and and that was because uh, in India, while they said that it, you know it does not sting, uh, for some reason in India people start to believe it doesn't sting, doesn't work. So uh, so so so. Uh, that therefore fmcg is more about been more about brand because the differentiation in product was always limited right uh, if you look at different chips brands how much differentiation is there right and uh, will you if you don't find uncle chips in one brand will you go to five, uh, another store and say ki hey i want only uncle chips maybe once in a while you'll do that otherwise you'll buy whatever is distributed right correct distribution right then next piece was and therefore you know brand becomes important because when you go to a store the top of mind brand that is you last for it now when uh, i think from that lens when when uh, when you move to let's say somebody like a somebody like a google right there the differentiation in its product is so huge let's say who are have you ever used any other search engine i have only used bing once ek bar use kiya hoga and duck the go when i was trying to I was trying to pitch for Duck Duck Go as a business, and that's when I had to sort of just look at the product. Ki karta kya hai, yari pata to karo. That's the only time I've gone. So, so I think the the whole uh, analogy, uh, or the whole principle on which most of these tech companies have built their products is to say that you know tech is going to be the heart of our our offering, and product differentiation is something that we are going to really really drive. So nobody can copy our product, right? If you think of a Google Map, now Google probably has ten products today, which have more than a billion users, right? Now it's very difficult to copy that. You you just can't, right? Now uh, likewise, uh, if you look at a Ola or a Uber, there are while two or three people came, but then nobody could scale beyond beyond a particular limit, right? So uh, there, uh, the the principle that most of these companies have worked on is let's get users. we will figure out monetization later uh, let's build great products uh, google ka search aise hi chalu hua tha uh, let's build a great product eventually they figured ki yaar search ads karte hain aur sirf revenue banega correct 
marketing guy he's at the heart yeah, the core is abhis tech is right who heads uh, let's say whereas if you go to fmcg company you will find that ceos are more they will tend to be more marketers who've done those gone through those journeys because you will not find a supply chain or a r&d guy sitting at the at the ceo position of a hul or a right now uh, when i joined vodafone i think the one big difference in the industry was from a tech uh, telecom is a service Right. So it is from all of a sudden a, a, a product, a, a soap or a toilet cleaner. You've moved into a services marketing, and therefore things like you know uh, customer lifecycle management, product marketing. All of a sudden, these started to come into picture. While there is a role of brand, uh, so they would talk about you know corporate marketing. I used to head sales and marketing function for Vodafone Karnataka. Our corporate marketing used to happen out of bank, uh, Bombay. There is a gentleman by the name of Siddharth Banerjee, his uh, who used to head uh, marketing at that time. And Vodafone has done. He was he eventually moved to Facebook. No, Siddharth. Yeah, he's he's recently joined. I think Pier. In fact, I'm in touch with him. He's recently joined Pearson as the MD for India and South Asian markets. Uh, and uh, so he's also moved uh, from telecom to digital. After that, he was working with. Play twenty four cross seven games and then he just moved to edtech and uh, so he's amongst the again one of those marketeers that I have sort of learned a lot from a distance because Vodafone at the peak of you know Vodafone's brand did some fabulous work not just in terms of communication but even the touch points right small like like I remember uh, the visiting card would be really cool it said hi my name is blah 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 whatever like it, it was a different visiting card only right I mean from a corporate brand to the communication consumers vodafone, vodafone built a phenomenal brand in india the zuzus uh, the characters or the that the, the campaign about the dog you know that wherever the way you go the network follows i mean there was a time when pugs were in so so much in demand that you know india may people wanted to adopt pugs only before because vodafone was using that in an ad right so therefore i think uh, the the experience at telecom has was more around services because uh, you know we used to have in my in my own market we had close to around 200 stores which would act as a touch point for users they would come while and it's a uh, you know there were so many players in the industry uh, one of the most important metric for telecom industry overall was nps uh, that you know are, is your customer really recommending your product to a friend or family and but at end of day uh, it everyone was priced you know uh, very similar to to the to the competition uh, whether it was un- until until mukesh bhai came and he started offering uh, freebies in the industry uh, so so yeah, i think that industry taught me more about you know product life cycle management about uh, services marketing so that it there was a role of brand but uh, it was when one would advertise on brand one would say that hey we want to be the top 3 brands that people when when they are thinking on the spot when you are going to a store 
एंड यू आर सेंग कि यार मेरे को रिचार्ज कराना है या मुझे सिम कार्ड चाहिए मुझे किसका चाहिए so we would want to be that and you would also want some association of you know what kind of imagery you would never find a vodafone or airtel user switching to idea <laughs> right because you you have a certain imagery right you want to play within those two players because you feel ki are mere image hai idea for example used to always be a more massy more uh, uh, more tier 2 tier 3 or more rural kind of a brand so let me try to tell you what i thought of idea as a marketer and then purely the marketer from a distance right i've never worked on idea as a brand but but to me no idea was an epitome of a desi cool brand you know like mass me cool kaise banana hai and with all the campaigns that they did and the pricing and the colors was all kitschy and vibrant for 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 people like us right so to me idea was mass desi cool if i may use that word and godofon was let's say our sec as of the world and aspirational brand airtel somewhere in the middle so that was the stack that i thought was there right so and vodafone always had a much higher postpaid base than anyone else in the industry true true even arpus was the highest right from yeah. vodafone for the longest yeah. time yeah. so 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 uh, so that was that and then uh, uh, therefore a uh, little bit of a services exposure i think again going back to hotstar hotstar my role was more on sales and i was doing helping setting, helping to set them up the digital ad sales business while i used to interact with a lot of marketers a lot of cmos like, like me and sell them why they should come and invest on hotstar and advertise on hotstar but right so uh, it kept me in touch with marketing throughout and then now at lead uh, i think the biggest difference in lead has been that uh, lead's role uh, is a amalgamation of all of these so on one hand we are trying to build a brand right on the other hand we have uh, see when we go to schools we are selling them a b2b product and it is uh, our product is not just curriculum it's also services right so we sell a suite of product and services to them and therefore that aspect comes into picture managing the product life cycle or customer life cycle comes into picture you know we we have to maintain a certain rate of acquisition churn otherwise become the leaky bucket and then at the same time we are wanting to now go consumer first and tell them that boss i have 2000 partner schools across the country i want you to if you have a choice if you have two schools right if you are a parent for example you have two schools in in near your household i want you to send your child to a lead powered school here is the reason 1 2 3 prefer this one so we want to actually drive admissions or demand for our partner schools because that becomes then uh, a huge moat for us that we can own in the long term there are a lot of curriculum services etc providers in the country lot of publishers but nobody is able to generate demand for their partner schools we are trying to approach this problem a little uh, differently so that's that's interesting right i mean i mean i i there are some names that pop into my head immediately but but this is an interesting take on this entire edtech uh, business that you know you could could you become the school of choice like like for example when i was a kid right i grew up in delhi and every kid in delhi wanted to go to say a dps arguments like and the dps could be in wherever right i mean it could be in mathura road it could be in dwarka it could be wherever but my parents would say a dps jao so i think you are trying to sort of create that same demand with lead right you could be uh, i don't know garg education institute but if it's powered by lead parents would say ki garg to theek hai jo hoga hoga but if there is a lead curriculum my kid would be happier and more 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 uh, fulfilled if he goes there right so that's it. that's an interesting take uh, sorry you're saying something i mean so see our our challenge in the uh, 
education industry has been that uh, there are uh, parents who can afford education for their child in either high fee schools high fee schools form less than 10% of the private school ecosystem over the last decade or so something called affordable affordable private schools has really uh, uh, grow uh, had a phenomenal growth because you know in general the trust that consumers have had on government schools is low right because of because of various reasons because of the kind of uh, teacher the kind of quality of teaching the, and therefore private schools have have really grown now we work with these private schools to improve the quality of education that they are able to deliver now of course they are better than government schools but they are still nowhere in comparison to let's say what a urban metro city school will offer right both in terms of exposure kind of teachers evolved pedagogy because they charge high fees they are able to afford better teachers it's like a virtual cycle so we uh, we go to these schools and try and upgrade the uh, quality of curriculum we we actually work with schools uh, which are below which are charging fees below 50000 rupees we actually don't go to schools above certain threshold level of fees uh and uh, 75% of our business today is coming from you know tier 2 plus towns so we hardly have any presence in metros we don't even want to be in metros right now because uh now uh what what you mentioned about uh, uh about us you know going and partnering with these schools and parents uh see the parents will start to recognize us as a brand and when they see that hey we are as a brand uh, endorsing a particular school they are assured then all of a sudden that there is a certain bare minimum quality that i am going to get from this school that's what we want to do uh, because today uh, there is no see unlike in a lot of foreign markets where uh, schools are rated officially and there is a ranking of schools which is available so parents can and therefore the higher demand schools will charge for probably more fees and therefore yeah here there is no such ranking that is available so we are trying to create at least a benchmark of saying that this is the minimum quality of education that you can uh you can uh, you can get expect from a from a lead powered school so so that that's that's what we are trying to do got this super interesting i think i think it's a it's a long term mission and like you said right in the beginning that you know uh, uh vision is getting crystallized on, on a day to day basis so this looks very very interesting right uh cool let me jump to the uh, not so boring part of the conversation which i typically start the chat with but uh, today we couldn't so okay uh, uh and these questions again uh, uh, like i said there's no right answer wrong answer to it but this is want to learn from you so tell me as a marketer right who's supposed to sort of handle a brand as diverse as lead uh, how do you keep yourself uh, updated about what's happening in the world per se consumer ke behavior mein behavior may marketing trends may media may like how do you keep yourself updated on those things so what's you know again uh, i have i have sort of relied a lot on my own uh, experiences to be very diverse as i as i shared you know every time i have sort of changed my roles i've gone to a completely new industry whether by by design or by accident it's happened so that i've ended up working for uh for very diverse industries in my career now th- there is an advantage to it the advantage is that you you get a lot of exposure there is also a huge disadvantage to it because every time you join a new industry you have to unlearn a few things and you have to learn some a lot of new things right if you are continuing to work in fmcg industry and you just change the company uh, i think that 
learning curve is not so steep you just get need to get to know the organization and not the industry here it's uh, both both of the organization as well as industry and 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 also setting up of teams so in in at least three of my roles last three roles i have i have had to set up teams from scratch so inherited no team so here when i came zero team today we have like a 25 30 member team now uh, likewise in the previous role now the other roles that i did uh, in back at google and at hotstar they again helped me to uh, so there the role was to go and meet with uh people from you know a uh, very diverse set of industries so when i was doing sales at hotstar uh, I, i i set up the smb sales business for them and uh, we would meet with clients as diverse as dawat rice to patanjali to uh, let's say licious of the world or uh, or khata book right so and therefore you understand from them their business what are they they doing what is it that they want to do why should they partner with you uh, i think the name hotstar used to help us at least ensure that we would when we would knock on their doors they would let us in and they would talk to us and try and figure out how can we help them solve their business challenges and then you bring in your experience from the past to figure out what is it that you can do uh, to help solve their uh, their core challenges i think for me one of the biggest uh uh things that i have sort of relied on is this diversity of experience more than and probably more than anything else because it's helped me to build a very large network of people when i moved to this organization i actually consulted a lot of cmos from who used to be my clients on how to set up a team what skill set to look at uh what did they do and some of them have been you know i've i've gone back to them asked them i'm stuck here uh what do you suggest i should do and they've all been sort of fairly welcoming in terms of uh, opening up let me interrupt and uh, uh, and then and then dying to the ask this question so so if so tell me what what would you look for in a potential team member as in don't give me the skills obviously they will they will depend on uh, the role that you're hiring for but what other things do you look for people when you hire for them so argument say if you were to hire me as part of your team in whatever role what kind of what do you think i should have i mean give me some generics that you've learned from a your 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 colleagues in the past your 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 bosses in the past and today how do you practice it so give me talk to me about that please like and and, and also think of it that if there is a student listening to the conversation and i tell that guy ki yaar ek kaam kar uh, anupam ki conversation ka 43rd minute jaake sun le uh, so that you know how do you get hired at a modern marketing company today so what are those few things would be you know i uh, see again uh, when you are running an interview uh, i think when the first thing that i do is if i am hiring for my direct report uh, the shortlisting should ensure that you know you are getting rid of those functional aspects okay you know and and then you you, you might want to quiz them about that bit and rather than quizzing them ki tumne x kaise kiya y kaise kiya i think get them to narrate a few uh, लार्ज बिजनेस प्रॉब्लम स्टेटमेंट्स एंड से कि आपने कैसे सॉल्व किया एंड व्हाट वाज द इंपैक्ट ऑफ इट दैट गिव्स यू अ सेंस ऑफ हाउ दे अप्रोच दैट प्रॉब्लम आई थिंक द अदर एस्पेक्ट्स फॉर मी व्हिच आर मोर इंपॉर्टेंट आर यू नो द द एनर्जी दैट पीपल ब्रिंग टू अ टू अ डिस्कशन टेबल एंड एंड हाउ जेन्युइन डू दे साउंड एंड आई थिंक आफ्टर वर्किंग फॉर 17 18 इयर्स यू वन सॉर्ट ऑफ डेवलप्स एन एक्ट टू फिगर आउट केयर 
genuine hai ki nahi uh, yeah generally it's like you know the guy is faffing around and hasn't really done that stuff or or how enthusiastic or energetic are, are they about it right because sabke life mein hota hai sometimes you end up running going for an interview which which just came by and you said ke chal yaar dekh leta hu main karke and maybe maybe you uh, uh, you might be interested once you come to the discussion table and that's that's absolutely fine i've 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 done interviews with a lot of people where i have been the only one speaking for the first one hour i've told them hey now this is the company now why don't you think about it whether you are interested or not and then come back if you are interested then we'll do an interview right so uh, and and lead unfortunately the team that i recruited over the last one year was in that stage where i had to sell the company to everyone because people didn't know about it and the business model also was not very uh, clear to people people used to think hamara naam lead school tha people used to think school hai kya <laughs> to explain to them ki nahi school nahi hai this is our vision that's where we want to get to and uh, i think a lot of those problems hopefully get solved once we start to uh, appear as a brand on national television so uh, so i'm hoping for that but 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 yeah i, I think uh, i look for these uh, three i specifically look for three aspects a is you know uh, the personal connect that i am able to establish with the person while while we are having a conversation how open frank they are and what kind of energy they bring to the table one i think the uh, and and obviously how genuine they are two is i think uh, some understanding of how open are they to to learn right because we all come uh, when i have hired people into into this organization or even when my i hired in hotstar i hired a lot of diverse uh, set of candidates i i think one thing i learned after moving out of rocket most of the fncg companies uh, historically they have just hired photocopies of each other right ki sare wm wale aa gaye wo sab engineer plus mba hote hain and then it's just the same culture thode aggressive there is a there is a trait right thode aggressive honge thode bolne mein theek honge thode modern honge like i understand i know what you're saying but but when you when i moved to google and at hotstar i saw so much diversity there in these organizations that i think i i for the first time i started to feel care there is a there, there should be diversity in the candidates that you bring to the table because the, there is value in it and just having photocopies of each other won't uh, does not does not help because then you uh, don't realize ki bahar ki duniya mein kya ho raha hai ya kis tarah se evolve raha hai and, and i i know there was a time when we we did well this is that culture but i think that time is sort of passe and uh, so that's that's the second thing that i try and consciously do here i try and maintain some diversity in my team and and see ki people are even if they are from in from a different industry how open are they to to picking up and taking a risk ki yaar main nayi industry mein ja raha hu but i know that this is my, these are my skill set and i think there is an application there baki main naya sikhunga i think openness to learning something new uh, i i've also done those uh, jumps a lot a uh, lot of times in my career and i i think it's helped me in good set now aisa nahi ki every time every move has worked for me but uh, some moves don't work and it's fine and vodafone didn't work out uh, for for whatever reason now uh, but again i i, I enjoyed that i I've, i've got like i'm still in touch on a day to day basis with the teams that i used to handle uh, back in those days uh, i've helped quite a few of them to get placements uh, outside uh, they have helped me uh, uh, in different ways that they could even after and I'm, you know it's like we're still in touch with all of those folks so so yeah those 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 would be my beyond the core functional aspect of it i mean you you said it right right that you know assuming functional aspect has been taken care of short testing has happened 
the guy has come to the guy or the girl has to come to meet meet you so that filtering has happened already right so that's there cool got this so tell me um, and this is again you may want to skip this or whatever but uh, do you want to talk about some mistakes that you made when you were growing up uh, that you think a marketing manager of 3 to 4 years of experience should avoid in their careers and if not your mistakes maybe what you've learned from your friends in the business or uh, from b school नहीं हम सभी करते हैं मिस्टेक आई थिंक एक्चुअली इट्स यू नो आई थिंक लॉट ऑफ टाइम्स इट्स अबाउट चॉइसेस कि आप चॉइस चॉइस होती है चॉइस ए है कि चॉइस बी है यू मेक अ चॉइस एंड देन मे बी इन हाइंड साइड यू वन माइट फील कि आई शुड हैव गॉन विद द आई शुड हैव गॉन विद द अदर चॉइस एंड नॉट सो मच ऑफ अ मिस्टेक बिकॉज Uh, most of the times in 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 our uh, in such large organizations, you are always presented in uh, one, two, three choices that you know business can uh, make at any point in time. Got this. So I'm I'm going to say that you skirted the question pretty well. So <laughs> let me use that as a language. Okay. So tell me uh, and last few questions, uh, uh, Anupam. So tell me uh, if you could go back to a B school now in 2021, and and uh, you were. told to redesign the curriculum that a marketing uh, student gets to you know uh, gets to be taught on so what kind of con- what what would you want to add to that and what would you want to remove to that from from what what you learned way back 17 years ago yeah i you know i've had the good fortune of studying in uh, very uh, probably very prestigious institutes uh, i studied in delhi college of engineering and then studied in iim bangalore uh, To be honest, I uh, as a student, I did not put in a great amount of effort. Once, you know, probably not even half of the effort that I had put in to get into the institute uh, versus what I put in when I was in the institute. And I think there are there are a lot of my batchmates who did that. Uh, I think uh, probably some part of it is on on account of maybe lack of maturity at that point in time uh, as a student because. Uh, You were not experienced. You, I had not uh, worked at all when I joined I am uh, Bangalore. I think uh, one one of the key changes, if if I was to make my own life, I would probably have worked and then gone back uh, to study, because I think the application of it is far more uh, clearer to to you uh, once you have done some some uh, some kind of work and and worked in a worked in an organizational setup. uh for me that's that's like you know the single largest difference between the approach that we have in our b schools in india versus what let's say the b schools in in any us or a european market would have uh and i think it it it, it does have a uh huge impact my own brother he uh, he worked for a couple of years i think even for in his case he worked for two and a half years and then he joined mdi i would have uh Unfortunately, you know now that I'm 42, uh, I'm not sure if any student is going to entertain me uh, to to come back. But uh, uh, that's that's one aspect, and therefore the reason why I'm saying that aspect is also because of you know poor application of uh, stuff. Sometimes you end up re- reading a lot of stuff in theory while one works on a lot of case studies. Uh, it, I still feel that at, at least back 16, 17, uh, 16, 17 years back the 
the application part of it from an industry exposure perspective was still extremely limited uh, i'd say uh, and i'm sure it is it is increased now uh, and this i'm talking even about i'm bangalore right? uh, uh, and and i'm uh, again saying it with all due respect to the institute uh, it, it's played a huge role in my shaping my career uh, the way it is right now so all thanks to them but uh, those are two three aspects that i is i i if i could revisit my own career that's what i would want to change but and and let me fast forward let's say if i told you that you know anupam you need you must take a sabbatical for a year uh, starting tomorrow what skills things uh, what would you learn for yourself with 17 18 years of experience across diverse industries what would you learn if you had an option yeah uh, i ek to मुझे ना पर्सनली ऐसा लगता है कि लर्निंग बहुत ही ज्यादा ओवर यूज वर्ड है आजकल आजकल पे इतनी ज्यादा लर्निंग मिलने लगती है probably not taken uh, a, a break more than a week right at any given point in time uh, i think uh, somewhere one again needs to pause and reflect and say yaar agle 17 saal kya karna hai agle 20 saal what do you want to do uh, what we are doing right now is probably a reflection of what we thought you know in early 20s ki aisi life chahiye and uh, uh, i uh, Uh, I am. I probably have more personal agendas uh, from a from a family lens. Uh, I think the ability to spend time with with parents, with kids. My own brother uh, over the last couple of years has been extremely limited. I think if if I was to take a sabbatical, I would actually uh, maybe not a year, but at least a good three months. I would want to uh, do some of that that stuff uh, uh, rather than. rather than think about keep personal learning the 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 other thing that i want to do is uh, you know my my wife has been insisting uh, is to is to practice a lot more meditation i i main itna fidgety hu kar nahi pata hu and she has been she's been practicing for for a very long time and she's been asking me to practice it i uh, i just not been able to get a hang of it so she wants me to try and learn that if if that's so learning agar karni hai to wo wali learning and uh, and then probably maybe try and spend a lot more time with family uh, i i know one can say ki yaar day to day kyun nahi karte but is is like wo jo ek uh, uh, when i gap jo bana hua hai usko ek bar fill karne ke liye thoda sa time chahiye uh, i i i am not so fast about saying ki i at least at the moment i don't have any such forms uh, ki mere ko yaar ye seekhna hai aur main 3 mahine ke baad main seekhunga सुमित की बात कर रहा था diversity of experiences like matlab 
आई कॉल माई सेल्फ समबडी जिसने घाट घाट का पानी पिया है एंड येट आई बिलीव देर इज सो मच मोर दैट मतलब मोर आई लर्न मोर आई रिलाइज दैट आई डोंट नो सो मेनी थिंग्स तो आई एम तो वन ऑफ दो सेल्फिश पीपल हु वॉन्ट टू लिव इट ऑल नो इट ऑल बी द मोस्ट नॉलेजेबल पर्सन इन द रूम यू नो यू नो वट एम सेंग राइट सो टू मी लर्निंग इज द मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट थिंग अग्रीड आई डोंट अग्री टू लिंक इन वाली लर्निंग की मतलब मैं घर पर निकला रोड पे पैसे पड़े हुए थे well i don't i don't like that link that brag learning but 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 i i i'm sure, sure. Big, big no, i i hear you i think uh, uh that's something that uh, you know i'll give a small example and i recently after i moved here i underwent a product marketing course because it was not something that i had done in the shape and form that i'm doing now and therefore there was a need for me to sort of revisit it and uh, and have some theoretical knowledge around it so that when you're doing the practical aspects of it you apply those frameworks right and uh, so from that lens i think marketing is like a forever sort of evolving uh, industry and uh, it allows us to always uh, keep learning so to speak <laughs> i think i think we should i should have called this conversation the the riff on learning and unlearning and and something like that kuch sochte the Okay, last two questions. Uh, one is one is a difficult one. One is an easy one. Difficult one is that what is that one question that you always wished somebody asked you in an interview, but they have not asked you. Actually, किसी ने आज तक ये नहीं पूछा कि आज आप पैसे कितने लोगे? सब ये पूछते हैं कि आपका सिटी से क्या है? And उसके बाद ऑफर दे देते हैं और उसपे फिर नेगोशिएशन होता है. I'm just thinking if people were to ask कि यार आप अपने मुमांगे दाम बताओ. and uh what is it that you desire <laughs> that would be good 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 starting point well, i actually ask that yeah i ask people care what is your expectation in my interviews make it a point to ask people and as uh, as a as a policy right i obviously i've been able to do it over the last two stints uh i have tried my best to give people uh, probably a little more than what they expect in uh, uh, so that when people are coming in their three and they don't they feel like yaar jo manga tha mila matlab main jaan laga kaam karunga rather than saying ki yaar ye 50000 bacha leta hu aakhri wale it's like got this so that was that was a question that that sort of uh, how do i put it everybody sort of stumbles to think about that so that is one the last the absolute last question that i have on my on my on my list while there is a list is very very long but i'm going to cut that because of the time so last question is that you know if if you were to throw a marketing challenge to the listeners and uh, and 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 i would compile those responses whatever i get and send them to you now that i have your email address and phone number uh, what would that be what do you want them to think on what is it that you care for so this is something that we are trying to do right now and uh, uh, if you uh, uh, it, If you if you think about schools as a category, right? And we are grappling with this challenge. We are trying to find a solve for it. I'm happy to hear what whatever listeners uh, think about it. Uh, uh, schools as a category is largely run uh, or or largely operates uh, and thrives on referrals. Right? Now, when we are trying to build our business and go consumer first, one of the key sources for us to drive admissions. in our partner school should be referrals which are given by our own parents of our own schools now now what we are trying trying to figure out is how do we uh, build those uh, build a large referral marketing program 
currently because what happens is referrals are always relying it's there is no structure to it uh, what will happen is ki i as a parent if i like my school maybe some some other friend asks yaar main to school dhun raha hu i might give them saying ki yaar mere school mein kara le but it's a very unstructured way of doing it i think we are trying to figure out how do we create those digital journeys or user journeys where we are able to create a structured program but at the same time we are not trying to offer see the schools that we partner with they are also very conscious care i don't want to beg for admissions kya bolo ki you know i don't want to give 500 bucks 1000 rupees discount in fees for admissions because you know that impacts my imagery right no school would want to do that any credible school referral acche school ke liye milta hai right and therefore acha school says care why do i need to give discount or for you know a referral i think what i am offering is far greater Uh, as a product and service, and therefore, uh, uh, typically referral programs a lot. Of, what you will see, a lot of them tend to offer freebies. Okay, you refer someone, that guy subscribes. You will also get something. X guy will also get something. Now, if if you say that hey, my value proposition is this, you as a parent are really happy with what your child is learning in my school, and you are proud. Therefore, you will refer one. and be the other guy's reason to come sign up is because he feels that hey education is so important that he doesn't care about that 500 bucks or 1000 bucks or 2000 bucks discount saying i i i'm willing to compromise there matlab compromise bhi nahi hai education mein you know parents are willing to go that extra mile so that's that's one challenge that we are we are trying to solve if uh, anyone has any brilliant ideas around it more than happy to hear interesting i will try to write a how do i put it a note and then put it out because it's, it's going to take some explaining to do as well i mean i hear you brilliant and uh, i think anu uh, i think these are what the questions that i have i mean i have like 20 more questions to ask but uh, i think i'm going to take a break here and i mean i mean cut the interview here and then we'll probably connect again uh, thank you so much for being patient and responding to my questions i know they were all over the place for some reason but uh, i am glad that i could get to talk to you You just heard the latest episode of the Marketing Connect podcast, a show for marketers by marketers. The show was brought to you by C4E and the Podium. 